Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on, so I'm in control of what I work on, and if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. We're allowed to say Happy New Year still, right? I think so. It's still the first week of January. It's Jen. We are back with an all-new season of Fat Mascara. Jess and I are kicking things off with an amazing interview, so get excited. We missed you all during the holiday break, but obviously we were busy, as you will see. We have so many great interviews and episodes planned for 2023, and to start things off, we have a podcast premiere, makeup artist Peter Phillips, and yes, you heard that right. This is a premiere, his very first podcast ever. So if you're not familiar with Peter's work, you absolutely should be. He's a Belgian makeup artist with more than three decades of experience creating iconic fashion images with collaborators like photographer Peter Lindbergh, designer Dries Van Noten. I mean, you've seen his work on countless runways, Alexander McQueen, Chanel, Fendi, and of course... Dior, because since 2014, he's been the creative and image director of Christian Dior Makeup. 
probably one of the coolest jobs in beauty and fashion, as you'll hear. So Jess and I were so excited to hang out with him and be his very first podcast interview. We talked about his creative process and career, and we even got the story behind Dior's iconic 999 red lipstick. So here's the interview, and we will be back next Wednesday with our first duo Jess and Jen episode of the new year. Peter, thank you so much for coming to hang out with us in Fat Mascara. I'm so happy you're here. It's my pleasure. It's my first podcast. It's good to see you. <gasps> ah, stop Exciting. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. Oh, this is a big honor for us. Well, thank you so much for coming to the <laughs> FM. So you are the creative and image director for Dior Makeup, but I feel like I need to rewind a little bit. What does a creative and image director for Dior do? Well, I wear, I wear many hats in my job. So um, I create concepts for makeup. I create the colors. And I also execute the looks for the, for the, the shootings and the campaigns and the shows. Collaboration with the designers, with the fashion designers. I talk a lot. I do a lot of interviews. I, I, I make sure that I, I'm, I'm also a spokesperson. So I, I have to talk about uh, the products that I create and design. I'm in contact with the, the labs, with the marketing teams. Yeah, I'm connected with everybody. So um, my, 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 my creative studio, like a five people team. Uh, but I'm in touch with everybody, in, in contact with everybody, like uh, press, marketing, art direction, packaging, design, uh, labs, everybody. Do you have a little, a little studio in, in Paris with like, powders and creams and colors, <laughs> that kind of thing? Well, I got a studio in Paris. Uh, uh, it's the office, actually, where I'm with my team. It's uh, where all the artists together in one building, all the uh, beauty, which means skincare, perfume, and uh, makeup, all in one big building. And then um, I'm on the 12th floor. I got a really, I, I insist to have a good light because that's key in my, in my job. So I got a beautiful corner office uh, with northern light. Of course. Where we then check all the colors and all the, all the shades. So it's full of stuff, books, uh, powders and creams, as you say, uh, inspiration material, uh, all kinds of things that I gathered over the years. And, and I got a, a, a long, big table where my team, the marketing teams or art direction or whoever I need to be in meetings with, they, they come to my office or, or I go to their office. And, and, and yeah, we work on our products. So, you know, a lot of different brands have, you know, similar roles, not quite the same to your roles. How do you think your job at Dior differs from the creative director role, beauty role at other brands? Uh, I don't really know how, how, how other brands work. I mean, I, I, I do know uh, before I was at Dior, I was at Chanel, so I know how they work. It, it's the same principle, but a different mechanism. It's, yeah, the way of, it's, it's just internal mechanism that's different. But yeah, I don't know how what the difference is with other brands. Uh, the thing is, I know I'm constantly working and working on concepts. And the way I, I started working at Dior, the way I... I knew how I got my message through the best in the best way is I just keep designing and coming up with concepts. There are the, the, the concepts and the, the projects that are needed, that are, uh, you know, the briefs that I get from my marketing teams, every new launch for a lipstick launch or a foundation launch or eyeshadows or mascaras or whatever. That's kind of framed into, um, into what they need product-wise. And then I fill yeah. that in with colors and, and maybe concepts behind it also to, to give it a, a, new, a new flair almost. And then there are com concepts that come out of out of the blue, you know, when I'm inspired by maybe we work on one project and you think, oh, this could be a good idea for another project. And that's that we, we I, I'm holding into, into a menu and I, I show it to, 
marketing teams and 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 direction and they just have to choose and if they take it they take it and maybe it's not for for now but maybe for two years or three years and then there's a whole whole lot That's of cool. possibilities because you can't just execute Wait, what everything concept came out of the blue well one i will of, do one black of, lipstick no no for example the backstage line the backstage line is a concept that actually came out of the blue well because I, um, I'm now at Dior for eight and a half years. And about six, seven years ago, there we were, I mean, the, the brand is very institutional. It's a worldwide brand, a luxury brand. We are very strong in our lipsticks, in our foundations. And, and all that. But we, there was a fear with all the millennium brands coming up like uh, in those days that we would lose touch. And then so I, was start, I started to think about, okay, well, how, can, how can I approach a younger audience? And, what I do is I have the advantage that I have about six, seven times a year a platform where I talk to journalists and influencers who come backstage to the shows. And that's a very young environment, very dynamic, very, very um, yeah. um, inspiring. It's It changes every, every. I mean, once it's a men's show, then it's a woman's show, haute couture, prêt-à-porter. It's very dynamic. And not and even if I if I have a new, if, for example, if I, if I have a new launch of a, pro, of a product coming up, not even linked with the, the look I do for the show, I can still talk about it in a very, how do you say, um, non-pretentious, spontaneous way, you know, like, oh, listen, I got mm-hmm. this new thing coming out. And I know most of the journalists also, so when they come backstage, it's almost like, yeah, like a, uh, every every two, three months. It's chill, uh, Peter. It's a chill. It's chill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I said, uh, I thought like, okay, like maybe that that platform that I have and the, the needs that I have as a makeup artist who does shows I don't, I don't need too many fancy products. You know, I, I just make, I have to make sure that my canvas that I have to create under my look is very easy to apply, easy to wear, not intimidating, diverse. And I said, maybe that's also something that young people want. And hence the, the develop of uh, the, the backstage face and body foundation, concealers, the palettes, easy to go, easy to wear, not intimidating, a range of shades which match everybody. But maybe it also a bit less expensive, expensive, without losing the the exclusivity of a luxury brand, but make it a bit more accessible. And that concept actually was born out of a whole file of things that I, my ideal backstage products, which I would like to find in my bathroom also in the morning, or or I know friends of mine would like to find in the bathroom in the morning when they do their own makeup, uh, which was eye patches, lip patches, uh, moisturizers, scrubs, lip scrubs, and it was a full package. And that actually. That's something I offered, I presented, and it came just on time with that question that marketing asked, like, oh, but how can we stay in touch? And that was an easy sell? They got it right away? Oh, they got it right. I mean, it's, it was a Bible, thick like this, with a lot of problems. They just had to choose, like I said, like, like a menu, you know? <laughs> and uh, and it, it was, it was, it was, a, it started off as a small project, and it became really huge. And uh, and, and it actually, it, it we, I mean, we reached a new public. And actually reconnected also with our our, our, our our existing public because they they saw something young and dynamic, which was totally not even in competition with the existing uh, lines, but kind of completed it and it just made it more yeah more contemporary more more up to date and more accessible. Yeah, I don't think there is a, a parallel I can think of with the other brands. So I was going to ask like you know when I think of Dior, you know it's. It is like a, a a classic brand, but what does that mean when it comes to makeup? Like, what is something that is Dior, and what is something that is not Dior? Well, in Dior's case, it's kind of it's kind of tricky because if you look at the history of Dior, I mean, it's been around for a while; it's over seventy years, and every designer, in if it's fashion, perfume, makeup, jewelry, every designer that joined the house was able to create its own new look, and that's mm-hmm. the strength of Dior. So. 
during the history of Dior, the DNA, with each designer, the DNA of the house became stronger, but also more multifaceted. And that's the strength of Dior that, I mean, if you, you just look at, at, at the history of, of just the fashion designers. If you look at what John Galliano did uh, and what now Maria Grazia does, it's like two opposite worlds, but they still are Dior and they work for the Dior woman because you can, you can make it your own, you know? And that, that works also with makeup. The old woman is a multifaceted woman. She can go from very nude and very, very low-key makeup to exuberant, rich in colors and creative and expressive, you know? That's, and that's the strength of the art. It's not too niche in a way. It's very particular because it, it, it means that when I make create collections, I have to make sure that I, I please to all those, those women and that my colors are exciting, mm-hmm. but at the same time, not too scary, that the formulas <laughs> are, are uh, cover diversity uh, in, in uh, mixed skin, uh, for example, dark skin, light skin, uh, men and girls, uh, all genders, whatever, whatever. I mean, it has to match everybody because it's a multifaceted audience that we have. Well, I think you just kind of answered it. Like, you know, it's it's diverse, it's multifaceted. It's, yeah, it's not too narrow. It's It's like, it's it, they say often, the art is a brand, uh, I mean, uh, one of our, our key Inspiration is quite often the gardens and roses and flowers, but the is not one flower. The is a full bouquet, and okay, uh, yeah. uh, which is which is <laughs> very yes, so poetic. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I, that's my world. I work in that world. You know, it's like right. Like another brand might be a precious rose. It's always a perfect red lip, and it's just like that. You've yeah. got a bouquet of multifaceted bouquet of, uh, to deal yeah, with it. Exactly, over to yours. that's beautiful, exactly. and I think I think that's actually yeah. very clear. So you touched on the over 70-year history of Dior and the, the fashion designers. How do you translate the fashion into makeup? Or do you not even worry about what's going on with the clothes? Technically, I can't really worry about what's going on with the clothes because we work on such a different agenda. I mean, we work on products. We work a year, two years ahead. I know that mm-hmm. in fashion, uh, quite often, two months before the show, they kind of not really know yet. I mean, they have <laughs> a, a basic idea, but... They work much yeah. more short term. And also what my situation is, is that um, I, I don't, I mean, I think fashion is, fashion is for our, our, our work, a locomotive, and it adds an extra spice to our products. But I have to keep in mind that every, not every woman wants to be fashionable, but every woman wants to be beautiful, which makes my, my work much larger. You know, I, I mean, lots of, I think, I think most of our, I mean, I don't know the numbers there, but a lot of our clients don't care about what's the latest trend in fashion. They don't know about fashion yeah. designers, but they do know that they can find a good lipstick or, or a great mascara. Or they want their skin to be perfected. Exactly. Some a product that performs without being trendy, but just by being beautiful. Yeah. Is, tell us the truth here. I know, so Jess and I have both worked at fashion magazines with editors who are like, they have hard and ha- fast rules, like we're never doing pink on the cover or whatever it is. Is there some secret rules over at Dior, like never navy blue? Or is there anything that's off limits for you? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Not that I know of. Okay. I just... <laughs> Do you also work on like packaging? For example, I know with this new collection, you have the Mitsa Bricard inspired palette that has a leopard print. Mm-hmm. Do you get to have a say in all of the outer packaging or just in the colors inside? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, I mean, the backstage line, the, the way it came into the shop is literally the draft that we, we, it's like a basic draft that we drew, drew up, like uh, the transparent Like you packaging. drew up those bottles and it kind of looked... Kind of looked like that, like, that. like, a, like a, almost like a, like a collage mood board. Uh, the transparent compacts, the, we did new look collection last year, which was a Rouge Dior in a, in a Houtstoot, yeah, Pied de Poule Houtstoot motif. 
um, black and white. Houndstooth, yeah, which, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which was uh, yeah. something that was beautiful. I, that was I, great. I grew up like four or five years ago already. Like it was like like in a drawer, and then suddenly it came out. It was, it was. I love how he talks. Just like I have an encyclopedia of ideas here. You just let me know when you need one. Yeah, I mean, some. I mean, sometimes they come back. They come back after three, four years, and it's kind of exciting because I mean, we only have this. You, you can't over overload with, with with ideas. You just you have to select and edit edit out a little bit to make sure that uh, there's not an overdose of, of idea. Do you have a lot of ideas kind of like squirreled away for, you know, five years from now, two years from now that you're going to drop on your bosses? No. <laughs> no? No, I know, no. I mean, it's, it's not that I keep a secret drawer with, with things or I'm not going to wait the right moment. No, because I know I think that was a takes. reasonable I mean, question. No, it's a reasonable question, but if, practically, I mean, imagine <laughs> if I have great ideas and I hide them for five years, it will probably take them three years before I, they, they get developed. I'll be That's retired true. by okay. then. <laughs> but no, but I understand. I understand. No, 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 no. I understand like not wanting to give everything away because then it's like sometimes then people discount them because they're like, oh, I'll pick this one. And then it's, they've seen it and then you don't want to represent it. It's better to, 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 whenever there's a good idea, it's better to get plant the seed and give it a chance to grow uh, okay. than to hide it and then suddenly confront people with it. Uh, like, oh, now is the moment because then it's probably too late by the time it gets launched, you know. Okay. I like, I, I like, yeah, I like hearing about people's creative processes. So yeah. Cause I feel I might be projecting, but I feel like sometimes like say I'm doing a headline of a story. <laughs> I like give the one good one and then a bunch of bad ones. And I save some other good ones just in case they like, you know, you know, first I, draft, no, I do the same, Jen. Like, I do the same <laughs> because it's like, you don't want to give everything away. All right. Well, this is Peter's show. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's Peter. interesting. Okay. It seems to hear. I prefer, I prefer to keep the bad ideas in a, for myself and then put them in the garbage <laughs> and work on them a bit more. Yeah. I'm going to, you mentioned Rouge Dior. We were talking about the history of the brand. Can we talk about red lipstick? Because Jess and I know that there's this famous 999 red. Yes. Right? I don't know the history of that. And I feel like there's a story behind it. Can you share with us? I mean, to be honest, there is a story behind it. We don't really know exactly exactly to the point but there's a story in the house which has been growing over over the years and it has to do with um i mean i kind of wrote it down because i don't want to say anything wrong <laughs> it's the first lipstick that uh, christian dior created was number nine it was in the early 50s it, and, and there were numbers so it was number nine then there was a few okay. years later i think it came back out or it was launched again and then there was uh, it was called nine uh, 99 number 99 and then i know under 10 a, a great mm-hmm. makeup artist photographer who, who was uh, at Dior before me. He created, I think it was in the early 2000s, maybe 2003, something like that, uh, 999. And that's how it's, it kind of... And 9 seems to be, be a lucky number for Dior. I mean, very, like Christian Dior, we're very superstitious. You know, Christian Dior is very superstitious, so that's something we, we cling on to. And apparently nine, number 9 was a, a lucky number. It, it really did well, that, that uh, lipstick shade. I'm not even sure personally. I'm not even sure if it was a proper red red. It could be, but I'm not sure, 100% sure. It's not in the archive somewhere? There's no Dior archive of this color? Not many of the actual colors survive, you know, because people use them. Mm. And, and after 70 years uh, or 60 years, oh, I don't, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not maybe something that you want to keep. Peter, you need to do 9999 red. Ma- maybe. Your red. <laughs> well, no, I don't, I don't know the reds and they're really good and they, they don't necessarily have the same number. But the advantage of 999 is because... All right, put that in the bad idea drawer. Okay, <laughs> no, sorry. No, no the, the, the good thing about 999 <laughs> is because it's such an iconic red and we, we relaunch it in 
all different formulas and finishes that we have. And that's that's kind of amazing because it's kind of a standard, that color. And we, we did it in matte, in non-transfer, in, in sheer, in in metallic, in in velvet, in satin finish, in with, 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 with extra sparkles. Uh, I mean, we did, in every new formula that we have, we do a 999. So we, that's, that's I think that's nice because then you see the, the, the multiple possibilities of what just one color can do in makeup. Yeah, what is it about that color? Jess and I wanted to talk to you about color theory and your sense of color a little bit. Why is that red good? Like, does it look good on everybody or is it just because it has this history? I think it's just, I mean, there's more than one red that looks good on everybody. But I think this is one of those reds that that is, yeah, it's just a great, great red. It's not too orangey. It's not too bluish. It just it stands out. And in 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 whatever finish you have it, it will look good on any on, on on somebody at least. You know, it's like it's like a. I'm not I'm not to say that it's for every woman in the world, not for everybody, but for most women, it will look really fabulous. You said everybody has a few reds that look good good on them. Yeah, what are some? No, other there ones? are there, there are more than one red. There's more than one good red in the in 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 the world of reds. You know, there's so many there's so many reds in the world. Sure. But how do you get a sense of what's going to look good on a face? Like look at Jess and I, we have very different coloring. How do you approach a face and have an idea that, oh, she's going to need the warm red. She's going to need the brown red. What, what, do you, what goes through your mind when you're doing that? Well, that's why we have more than one red in our ranges because one one red. <laughs> but I bet you reach for the right one right away. Well, no. Tell because, us about no. the mental math that gets you there. Because I, I'm I, I, because I do makeup also. I'm a makeup artist. I know that. I mean, every woman, and this sounds very cliche, what I'm going to say now, but every woman is unique, and I don't believe in a uniform makeup color for that matches everybody. Because often ask me, oh, but which is the one color for everybody? Doesn't exist. Every woman is unique. I mean, there are colors that match a lot of women. Of a, or a lot of lip shades or a lot of a lot of, of of faces, but then that same shade might may not be perfect for another another face, and then you have another red that matches more. And there's so many factors that play with 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 if a color matches or doesn't match. It's just only the way the way you wear it. If you wear your red with confidence, any shade can be great on you. If you don't wear it with confidence, it's really? it's it's yeah yeah yeah. It, it it has an impact. The color of your skin, the natural undertone of your lip. Um, the color of your teeth. I mean, if you have bright white teeth or a bit more like yellow undertone in your teeth or, or a bit more grayish teeth, without them being like <laughs> medieval teeth. Eh? I mean, I mean, there are so many nuances in teeth if you just... No, and as, at, at the end of the day, your lipstick frames yeah. your smile. So do you look at a woman, a person's teeth? When you're like, oh, I, you know, I should, they're yellow. Well, it sounds, it sounds a bit, it sounds, it sounds a bit medical if you say you look at their teeth, but I, you, you look at their smile. I have, been, I have been accused of making things a bit scientific. So sorry, it's an art. I think is what you're saying, right? <laughs> no, we, we, we still have to keep the dream going, also. So, no, you look at the woman's smile, and the lipstick fr- frames the smile. So it's a, a, a lipstick with a bluish undertone matches most faces, but um, it can be also a little bit of a cold shade. Because it's bluish. Okay. So then, um, if you want a warmer tone, then you go a bit more, uh, more, okay. more, more, more yellowish in the undertone. So yeah, there's so many nuances. So Jen and I just did something recently, which was a bit of a throwback. I'm not sure if you're aware of this phenomenon, but you probably are. We got our like colors done. Do you know mm-hmm. what that is? Like the lip, um, the lip, the lip tinting. No. No. Oh no 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 no. It's much broader. So. It's like we got our colors this done. This might be a really American thing. I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, so with the fabrics? Okay. It's very American. It's very American. But it's like we were assessed, our, our eyes, our skin tone, our hair, 
and I am a copper autumn and Jen is like a cool winter. So uh-huh. she can only wear like, you know, icy colors like cobalt. They don't want me wearing brown or orange. I don't know. Right? Um, hot pink, black. Yes, uh-huh. but I wear autumnal colors like ochre and <laughs> pumpkin, blah, blah, no, but the, blah. The, that kind of, the kind of test kind of can be helpful. Because it's, I'm showing it's just, guys, I'm I mean, showing it, him my it, color guru. How can it be helpful? Cards. Do you like this sort of thing? It can help. It can help and be a, some sort of a guideline for women who are or people who are <laughs> not sure challenged. what to wear. Challenged. Because not everybody <laughs> is, is a spot. No, not challenged. Not 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 know what they, what 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 what's well for them. You know what what fits them well. But you are such a genius with color, and you're a renegade <laughs> with color. I'm wondering if you're like throw the rules out the window. You know, you can wear whatever you want because you said the thing of wear wear whatever you want with your lipstick with confidence. I'm like maybe I can wear what I want because I look at my closet and I even look at some of my makeup now. Like I have a silver eyeliner. I'm like, what was I doing wearing silver? I'm a copper autumn. <laughs> <laughs> he just laughed. Yeah. So Peter, help I don't me know. out. I don't know. I don't I don't know how to say that. I mean honestly, I mean those are those are tricks. It, that that color guiding is something that's been around for a long time for many, many years, you know. But yes. did they do it with the fab pieces of fabric on your around your neck that they it was all virtual, but oh, like virtual. it was spot on, dead on. Like I have to say this service is amazing. I'm not like mm. plugging them. I'm just saying like it was spot on, dead on. And the colors they chose were flattering. The colors is they said Is this the thing no in Belgium and France? Do they do with the fabric swatches for the ladies? Have you seen that? I'm, I, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Been, but it's been around for a long time eh? in different forms, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. and it and it helps. It can help because not everybody's. I mean, uh, now now nowadays people are much more more aware of what's possible with makeup because of internet. But yeah. I mean, there's, there was an era when when women are they didn't know. They, I mean, they they got their information from a magazine, <laughs> print, and then they they say okay how and then they thought okay this season it's this blue on the eyes and that red on the lips. I'll wear it, but it's not personalized for them. And that yeah. personalizing, yeah. personalizing is something not everybody has the eye. And also, you look at yourself different than other people see you. You know, it's um, a lot of lot of women, a lot of people have, have, have are very uh, uh, have complexes. You know, they focus on the things they don't like about themselves, but not necessarily they are that bad. And a color consulting mm-hmm. thing can can just be that little push that a woman needs to maybe play and, and, and experiment a bit more than uh, than just being... Do you find yourself playing that psychologist role when you have, you know, a new Dior model sitting in your chair? Do you do you talk to them about that kind of thing if, if they're scared of a color or something? Is that part of your job? But I do, I do, I do it when I do makeup on friends or, 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 or on people that I know, but like uh, more, more in a private uh, situation. And I, uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll guide them through it. And I, I never push anything. To them because I know that it's, oh it's Peter who said it and it must be true. No, I, I mean they 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 have to be. I guide them through them and I share my expertise and my experience and I and I just only I mean if they if the fact that they sometimes ask oh I'm not sure about the red lipstick should I wear the lipstick, so you know what if you doubt, then don't do it. But start, start maybe with a, with, a, with a a darker shade that you normally wear and get used to it step by step, because maybe that one red if you suddenly switch to red lipstick. You might think, oh no, it's not for me, and I might you might never touch red lipstick in your life again, and then you miss out on something. Just step by step, and then uh, and then you, at that. one point you'll find you'll find your 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 trick. And you know, in two three years time, you might another uh, makeup desire, and then uh, because it's constantly your face is constantly changing, and the makeup trends are constantly changing, and and, and products are changing. So, 
And at the end of the day, it's makeup. You know, if you don't like it, just wipe it up and, uh, and, and next day something else. That is good advice to remember. Good advice. everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, everyone... I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves 
works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Allo Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's it, good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day, and we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gems, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Okay, so you lead, Peter, you have like, honestly, I, I thought your job was amazing before. It's even more amazing, like as you're describing it, you have this incredible role. You are leading this brand that is synonymous with high fashion, makeup artistry. And, you know, for decades and decades, it was really Dior and Chanel, which you've Maybe also worked Laurent. at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, so then Saint Laurent entered the game you know, later on after Dior Chanel. But in the past like 10 years, now it seems like if there's a high fashion player, they also have a hand in makeup. You have Tom Ford, then you had mm. Burberry. A couple of years ago, Hermes entered the game. Gucci in a big way. Valentino, then even mm. Dries has lipsticks. We just found out, uh, you know, a couple months ago that Balmain is entering the beauty game and, and you know, color. What's your take on all this? I mean, it's very exciting, no? I mean, it's mean, I mean that they all love makeup. 
So, like I do. So, no, I, I mean, it's, it, it, it keeps us more alert also. I mean, uh, makeup is a beautiful tool, you know. It's especially now in these days when, 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 when the information is all out there, there's no more barriers, you know, Every, everything is possible. Yeah. I mean, you can use it in any way you want, if, whatever gender you are, whatever you, how you feel of expressing yourself. And you can have, you can have great products in, in all price categories in, in, with fantastic formulas and fantastic uh, uh, colors and, and from very simple, beautiful, delicate products to really extreme. It's all there. And in the eye of, you know, of, of the public or of people, everything is possible. And that's and that's a great thing. And 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 the thing is, I mean, a scary thing. I, I I found out like not so long ago that apparently every day worldwide four makeup brands are launched. Which four is makeup my, brands are launched every, every day. single day. Every single day, four makeup brands, whatever. What? Yeah. Which is wow, insane. Which is I think is it's it's insane. I mean, it's it's an over enthusiasm, I guess. But at the same time, you you can't blame people uh, because it's just a great it's such a great great tool to play with to experiment with. And the luck of a house like the is that we have over seventy years of experience, uh, we have our own labs, so we have a solid base. And um, most of the brands that are launched or relaunched, they work with the same manufacturers, and it's kind of comes from the same laboratory and the same manufacturer. So there is they're good quality products, but there is it's 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 more marketing driven and and. Yeah. They don't have that history to 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 lean on. They're, they're actually starting to create their own history, but it's in the early days, you know. But yeah. yeah, I think it's a great thing. And it keeps us alert also. We have to stay alert and uh, stay young and stay dynamic and make sure we, we stay loyal to our, our, our clients, but also make sure that we seduce a younger people. I, I like your optimism. I feel like I approach a lot of times with cynicism, and I like that you're like, it's going to keep me on my toes, more fun for people to try. You did mention that, there's high, there's low, there's all of that. I'd like to talk about your kit. I'm, I'm sure it's like Dior wall to wall inside your kit, of course. But what would surprise us? Yes, and it's not, and, and that, that's that's what most people surprise because I actually only use Dior products. They always say, "Oh my, oh, when I do a shooting or whatever, or when I do a how to or a tutorial, I only use the the, the Dior products." And um, they're like, "Oh, you use all, only your products because we've seen other brands that they, you know, that they uh, cheat a little bit, you know, when they do shootings." And for me, it's just. I don't only except for if there are products that we don't make that we don't make like for example like cake colored cake cream cream based uh, like bright blues and yellows and uh, like yes. theater more theater makeup like uh, things you find that make it forever right. make it forever or something like that is there any like surprising like you know back in the day it was like oh but there's preparation h hemorrhoid cream in that person's kit for under eye or some weird tool like you <laughs> like to put on glitter with like mm-hmm. a kitchen utensil any surprises in there well, I got something which surprised most people. But actually, the oldest trick in the in the in in the book is when I curl lashes, I like to use a little spoon, like little coffee, little mm. coffee, coffee, like a, a little spoon for the corners, corner of the for, for the little lashes on the corners. Which oh, wow. a lot of young people they they're like, oh, what, what is he gonna do now? You know, it's a, a spoon close to my eye. Do you think it gives like a softer curl than like a curler might, you know, angle it a little? Yeah, and and also you, for, quite often, I mean, depends on the shape of the eye of the model or, or, the, or the person you do makeup on. Sometimes you miss the outer lashes. Uh, yeah. Or if the eye is a bit more like round, then I just take the spoon and just curl the the outer lashes. And another thing that which is a bit more poetic in what, what I have in my kit, and um, I, I spoke to this quite a few times already in other interviews, but and sometimes it's misunderstood, but whatever. It's like um, when I do shootings, sometimes 
it does. It's not bad to step back. You know, for example, if the light is fantastic and the model uh, is 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 great and 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 the, the concept doesn't need a makeup statement, I use my little container of nothing. Your little container of nothing. What does that mean? It means that I, I, that means that that I don't do anything. That if if the model if 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 if, if sometimes the I don't feel the pressure of having to in Flemish you have an expression. Uh, he has to lay an egg. No, but it has to come out. I don't feel the pressure of laying an egg every time I, I, I right. want to shoot. Got it. Got so it. sometimes mm-hmm. you step back and you do nothing. Because if it's there, you can ruin it by just adding yep. too much, you know. And that little container of nothing is been with me since Wait, what day do we one, say in Flemish? I don't I need to lay an egg. I love that. No, it's something it's like, you know, when 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 you really have to lay an egg, like, okay, I need to do do it has to get out, you know. <laughs> that is the Flemish expression, like oh, <laughs> Uh, I love it. <laughs> like you got to produce. You've got to produce. <laughs> you have to produce. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Yes, that egg has to get out. You know? I know that feeling. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's better to just bring your to little just container step back and, 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 and make make and let the hairdresser do his thing, manicurist, the light, the styling, and then there's there's this fresh, fresh, non-touched face in, and it's just no, no, no way Peter, to step have back. You, and, ha- did you learn that the hard way? Was did you ever like pile it on during no. a shoot? No, no, and, not really. No. <laughs> I don't know why I'm creating this like horrible scenario for you. It's actually it actually comes from my my, my I mean I started as a makeup artist. I mean I'm, I I did uh, fashion design as a, in Antwerp. So my first shootings were actually f- fully driven by fashion editorials, not necessarily about beauty, but fashion. But sometimes I, mm-hmm. I realized when okay when in those days what's the Polaroids? Oh my god, this looks fantastic. This because I love great photography and great images, and. Mm-hmm. There is always it, it, when there is too much, too much hair, too much makeup, too much styling, too much. It can ruin a, a, a shot. Yeah. And it's nice to have a calm moment somewhere. And sometimes it's the hair, sometimes it's the makeup, sometimes it's the set, whatever. And then I have no problem whatsoever to step back and have my calm moment of nothing. Because then at the end of the day, when the shot is done, quite often that's what makes it a great, a great image. Is this restraint? Beautiful, serene, nude face. It's about editing. You know. um, what's your edit on the Dior products? Like, which ones do you reach for again and again? If I peeked in your kit, it's always empty. Well, the one thing that, that's always disappearing also is, and then from the day it was launched, is, for example, the Dior, Dior Backstage Glow Palette. It's a, it's a, it's a palette with four shades, like uh, a white pearl, uh, a gold, a little bronze, and uh, a soft pink. Beautiful highlighting. It goes. It, it just disappears. So models love it. So <laughs> people take it. <laughs> How do we use that? Like, I, I actually, like, I want to know how y- you use that so that, like, we don't look, let's talk about restraint and a glow palette. Like, how to use that so that we don't look crazy? It's a very, it's a very lightweight texture. So you, you, it's, you, I use it with a, 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 a loose brush, like a, a soft brush. Sometimes I actually use it as an eyeshadow. For example, a little bit of the pearlescent white mixed with a bit of gold or a bit of the pink I just dust it on the eyelid and it gives a beautiful luminous effect I used on the on the uh, with a soft brush on the on the parts of the face that catches the light like uh, top of your cheekbones uh, maybe the nose bridge the cupid bow yeah and then it just it just gives a beautiful glow on, on, on the face and it's 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 just a hand and it lasts for you forever because it's it's you don't need much you know it's also right. nice if you apply it with your fingers on your eyelid it becomes a bit more metallic so then you have a little trick you just do a little bit if you want the bronze or the pink or, or the gold or whatever. Just a little bit on your finger, on your eyelid, and uh, a beautiful luminous effect. Very, it's a very, okay. a very delicate texture, which really is. Uh, and and what lip color is always down to the tiny little nub in your kit? What lip color? Uh, well, the, uh, the nudes, uh, one hundred nude is a good one. In rouge d'or, 
that is seven, number 720. It's a good one because it's, like, it's a bit like a warm rosewood. So it's a nice, beautiful, natural finish, but you see there's something there. Formula. Uh, we have it. Uh, we had it in Rouge Dior. We also have it in Dior Addict. I love that you thought we got permanent makeup when we were talking about color analysis. He's like, "What? You got your lips?" <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about. So I said, "Oh I my like, god, you got lips?" lips so I don't know. <laughs> no, because you 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 brought it on. You brought it on with such a drama. I said, "Oh my god, it's, <laughs> we, we are dramatic, aren't we, Jess?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, because because no, because I said Jen and I got something done. Yes. And, I, and yeah. that's that's what do you think what, of our face yeah. lips, Peter? How do they look? Yeah. Like? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> can I see the before picture? Oh <laughs> All right, before we let you go, I'm gonna do a quick lightning round, just quick first questions. thing that comes to your yeah. mind, okay? And then we'll we'll send you off to your your day okay. of press and all kinds of good stuff. Okay, ready? First beauty product you fell in love with. Mac Spice Lip Liner. Okay. Can you tell me why? I said it would be speedy. It was, just, like it, was just, it was just a great, a great shade in those days. It was a, you could do a great lip contour with it. You can blend it out with a bit of with a bit of moisturizer to give a nice beige, brownish, topish lip shade. Okay, what's your favorite cheapy beauty product? It's this Australian brand. It's actually a backstage photographer who gave it to me. It's Lucas Papau. We know it. Jess loves it too. The Lucas Papau ointment. Yeah, I love it. It's actually I, I discovered it. There's this 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 Belgian backstage photographer. Who always and he's based in Australia, and one year, uh, one 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 season, he came backstage and he handed it out to all the models. I think he has uh, <laughs> shares in the company or something. He said, "Oh, this Australian is really good. It's a very good basic lip moisturizer, especially when it's really freezing. It's not expensive." Great. What is your favorite fashion week look you've ever created for Dior? I actually love the one. I think it was a collection that Maria Grazia did, and it's a, uh, with a lot of tartans. And it's a very graphic 60s kind of eyeliner inspired with just drawn bars under the eye. You drew the lashes underneath the eye? Yeah, under the eye. It's like it has a take mm -hmm. on a Twiggy makeup, but then mm -hmm. make it almost like a robotic, cool. like almost like a cartoonish, um, very like cool. really drawn straight lines under the eye, but very like almost like a cubist, cubist style. So, yeah, very graphic. Okay, most indulgent snack. What's your favorite? I love everything. I'm, that's my weekend. Uh, I love salty snacks, sweet snacks. I mean, my luck is that I'm lactose intolerant, so otherwise you could, I could be rolling out of the building. Um, so, um, I love, I love, I mean, what can, oh, a classic. Pringles. Yeah, yeah it's a classic. Uh, yeah. Pringles are like Haribo, cold. everything Haribo. Haribo, they're for the sweet side, you know. Jen they got so much choice. They got so much choice. It's like the lip colors of Dior. <laughs> so much has choice. All the gummies. It's so much choice. Yeah. How oh. are you ever going to oh decide, my Peter? Oh yeah. my gosh. I'll just take a mixed bag and then. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe Pringles and Haribo together. Just mash them yeah, all yeah. up. Okay. Well, I've been, I've been there. Don't, don't, don't tempt him with a good time, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're so funny. You're funny. Okay. Now, this is this is like our weird one in the end. Ready? Okay. In the movie of your life, who would narrate it? Well, to make it really interesting and mysterious, um, oh my God, what's the name of the... I mean, he does all the American movies. He, the older actor with a really deep voice. <laughs> you say Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. No. James Earl Jones. No, no, James, the, James Trek, the, 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 the one you said, the James. Oh, yeah, James yes. Earl Jones. Yeah. Like really. <laughs> it would it would really it would really make me look more interesting and more mysterious and more timeless. I can go into space and, and sell and sell my, my makeup ideas, you know? It's like yeah. 
Absolutely. That would have an impact. That would have an impact. Would have an impact. <laughs> I wish that for you. <laughs> or, or, uh, Richard, or, or another one is good. I mean, it's, it's a man's voice again. It's uh, yes. Richard Attenborough. Or David, David Attenborough, probably. Maybe oh. Richard. Uh, he was an actor. With David Attenborough? Uh, uh, sorry, David, David, David Attenborough. David, no, David Attenborough, the one, the one, I, I mean, I love all the, the, the Planet Earth documentaries and the way he talks yes, about. Yes, Peter applying you know, a red. Species that to are the model. instinct and <laughs> yes, exactly. I would watch it. I would watch it for sure. Just before. Oh my gosh. Mate, the, yeah, the, this was yeah. great. It's, thank you for letting us into your world <laughs> and funny. telling us about what you do. It was really, really fun. Oh, we love what you do. This is so cool. Thank you so uh, much. Oh, I love a good chat. I, I have a great time. Thank you very much for having me. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>